Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello there, how are you? I hope you've had a super week. I'm looking forward to getting back into some sort of normality this week after two weeks of Easter holidays and we're now entering the run-up proper to GCSE exams so uh, interesting times for us in our household and it's been lovely to have some time off. I've not taken the full two weeks off but I have taken some time off and not delivered as much, not done as much client work but taken some time to just step back a bit and reflect. So looking forward to tackling the weeks ahead. So this week I'm going to talk specifically around personal branding and as you've said heard me say many times before everyone has a personal brand the real question is are you managing your personal brand and are you intentional about the way you show up because if we're not managing it then other people are managing it for us so it's consciously managing your image your reputation your visibility on and offline and doing this will greatly improve our relationships, our impact, our visibility, our profile and our success. And we know that when we're authentic, when we communicate effectively, we're consistent with our behaviours, our personal brand is powerful and it maximises our profile and our presence. So that's all the positive stuff that I talk around personal branding. But there are some things that we can sometimes do in error and there are some forms of personal branding so some elements that can be associated with personal branding that I thought it would be good to tackle on a podcast. I've just highlighted five that we just need to ensure that we don't fall into the trap of delivering in this way. So I've picked out five personal branding mistakes that I either see or hear about or people question me on on a regular basis. Okay, so I've picked five. There are others, but I've picked five top ones for us to consider this week. And the first one of those is I'm often um, met with the comment that personal branding is about all style and no substance. And um, if you've followed me for a long time, you will. it will come as no surprise that I absolutely disagree with this and that personal branding is not about style over substance. You absolutely have to have a great first impression. Great first impressions are the foundations of 
any relationship and to create a credible brand and reputation you really have to have that impact that first impression but it is always critical to back up that initial impact with delivery of a a quality product or service to show up and deliver on the promise that you have made so personal branding is not about style over substance the ideal world is uh, you can show up with style show up with polish and i don't just mean your clothes but your visible impact impact, how you stand, your body language. So that first impression captures somebody, you are compelling, you attract somebody's attention. But then on the back of that, you start to deliver. We don't want the situation, and I often hear this, particularly in a sales environment, that a client will say, well, I, I've been put off personal branding over the years because I had a colleague who was all style over substance, that they could walk, uh, they could talk the talk, but they couldn't back it up with the substance, and it's put me off. I feel my work should speak for itself. And this often happens if you've had that experience of somebody that can, you know, is all very uh, glossy and delivers well and can talk the talk. It puts people off because people can perceive people that come across like that as not being able to back it up with the substance and the delivery. The ideal scenario, of course, is that people can talk the talk and walk the walk. And for me, the saddest situation are those people that are what I call the world's best kept secret. They really are on paper, the best person for the role. They are the best person for the job. They are the expert in the field, but they're not comfortable being visible. They're not able to articulate that and therefore they are overlooked because people don't recognise their value. And at the end of the day, that is down to us to be able to articulate that, to be able to shout about our message and what it is that we bring to the table. So absolutely, it is not all style over substance, but it's great if we have some style and we can back it up with 100% substance and credibility. So that is the first of the mistakes, the first of the queries that I often get around personal branding. So the next challenge I often get can be a follow on from the all style, no substance. And you'll see why in a second. And that is um, all around being a fake. Now, for a powerful personal brand, we have to show up as our authentic self. Now, this might be something that you have to work on. And your authentic self doesn't stop you from showing up at your best. And there are areas that we can still grow and develop. That is all very different from showing up as a fake. We have to show up as ourselves. So there is no point seeing somebody who um, is having great success in the media or on social media and thinking, I'm going to emulate that word for word. What we need to do is perhaps adopt what um, the technique in NLP called modelling and maybe take the essence of that but bring it into our own world and communicate that through our own personal brand. 
but faking it, people will always spot a fake. We know that ourselves, that gut feeling that you don't quite trust somebody. There is probably some incongruence in their communication. So to be truly congruent, you need your verbal, your words to match your non-verbal, your body language. And if you haven't got that consistency in your communication, then people will start to question and whether they trust you, which of course will make people question whether you are authentic and whether you are coming across as a fake. The other thing is, quite practically, it will be exhausting. Nobody can carry on being a fake forever and the times when we want to shine most are often the most pressurised situations be it in a job interview, maybe a press conference, maybe when you are presenting and these are all highly pressurised situations and therefore if you're busy trying to fake it you're probably going to struggle to communicate your message powerfully. We tend in those pressurised situations to revert to our default and therefore you will be absolutely exhausted trying to show up as this false person on a day-to-day -day basis. So the best thing to do is know what our authentic self is and that's looking at our values, looking at what our personal brand message is and show up as that, own that and show up as that consistently and intentionally on a day-to-day -day basis. So we're not about all style, no substance. We're not going to fake it. And the third one we're not going to do is be vanilla. So it's about understanding that you can't be everything to everybody. If you try and please all the people, you end up pleasing none. We've all heard that phrase before. But and, and I think we can all trot that off quite happily and be quite glib about it. But when I'm working with people one to one, it's the area that people struggle with most. Understanding that a strong brand will resonate with some, but it will repel others. So you need to know who your audience are that you are serving and you want to align yourself authentically with that audience and then be consistent in the message that you share with them. And don't be afraid of repelling some people because those that do buy into you will buy into you, whether it's initially through social media, but they may engage with you further. It may be they become clients and eventually they will probably become advocates and cheerleaders for you. So if you get in front of that right audience and, you know, stick to your guns, people talk about being Marmite rather than vanilla. You know, everybody loves vanilla. It can be a bit bland, but Marmite, it's that um, very strong reaction. Yes, I love them or no, I absolutely hate that. Um, I'm not saying it has to be that extreme, but make sure you stand for something. And more importantly, through your personal brand, you communicate that so that other people know what it is that you stand for. It's about sticking to your principles, isn't it? And really expressing yourself authentically 
and be clear on your messages communicate them consistently but not just online can communicate them consistently in person as well through your behaviors through your emails through your written word through your, how you speak to people, how you treat people. These are all ways of communicating what you stand for. Okay, so we've got all style, no substance. We've got don't be a fake. We've said don't be vanilla. Now, the fourth one is a little bit different and it might come as a little bit of a surprise for you. But personal branding is not all about you. So don't fall into the trap of thinking it's all about me. Building a successful personal brand is not about you. It's about serving others. It's about serving your audience. Now, just think about this for a minute. Yes, personal brand is about profile, but it's about people's experience when they work with you and they interact with you in your world and you may have done this yourself you may have started to follow somebody on instagram or on linkedin because you've been drawn in by something they've posted and then they've started to become a little bit self-indulgent and we've got more photographs maybe of their holidays or whatever it may be because it will be different because it's very subjective what people respond to and whether you've bought into their personal brand or not but very quickly and this goes back to that um, trust that we were talking about. It can be a small thing that can start to irritate you and therefore break that trust because they've become too self-absorbed. So there's a really fabulous book that I think I may have mentioned on the podcast before called uh, Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. And he talks about... When you are building a brand, you have a story and he uses the Star Wars analogy and he always says that you are not the hero in the story. The audience is the hero. So think of the audience as Luke Skywalker and actually you are the guide in the story. Every story has a wise guide, an expert, and that would be Yoda. So I want you to think of yourselves when you're developing your personal brand as being Yoda, as being the wise guide, the expert. And for me, this is a quite a powerful analogy in many areas. So even when you're public speaking, often we think, oh, the um, onus and the spotlight is on us. But actually, it's about the audience. It's not about you. You are there to guide, but the audience are the hero. And it can take some of the pressure off when you realise that you're not there to be the hero. You are there to lead. You are there to advise. You are there to share your expertise. So being generous with your expertise is a great personal branding strategy. Know your audience, what it is that they want to learn from you and develop a reputation as a giver, as a great connector. You've heard me talk about the Go Giver book many times and that's exactly the principle behind that. Develop a reputation as somebody who goes the extra mile and share your experience because actually by sharing your expertise 
it lets people experience what you excel at, which is exactly what we're talking about when we're talking about communicating our personal brand and our value. So don't forget, it's not about you. It's about your audience. Okay, and then finally, number five. And again, I think this is one that um, has become more apparent maybe since lockdown. And this is that your personal brand isn't just your online footprint. Now, I've had a few people come to me over the last couple of years and said, Deborah, I want to work on my personal brand. And actually, they've wanted to build their profile online. And there are many people out there that that is the service that they offer. And yes, that is part of the service that I offer. But there is so much more to personal branding in, in my world. And I do believe that we are often re often reluctant to do the initial work, the foundation work. We want to rush on to what I call the tactical work, which is the building profile, what I call capitalising online, because that is the more practical, that is the easier area of personal branding. The more challenging area needs time, it needs reflection, it needs self-awareness, it needs time to dig deep and think about your values, it needs time to reflect on who your audience really are and how you show up and often getting uncomfortable feedback on how you show up and bringing all that together in a personal brand message before you even start to communicate online because unless you've done that work first you're not able to show up consistently across all the different platforms so absolutely it is important to have a social media footprint interestingly enough I was speaking at um, an event with um, marketing um, professionals a couple of weeks ago and some Somebody actually asked me, can you build a personal brand without a social media footprint? And I actually hesitated and I'm reluctant to say it, but I think you probably could. I think it would be naive to try and build a personal brand without a social media footprint. But could you do it without one? Yes, I think you could, depending on your audience. Obviously, if you are somebody who works in the online world, in the tech world, then it's not going to be possible. But I look back on my own career over the last 12 years and yes, I have a social media footprint and yes, that has definitely benefited me. But if I look at how I've grown my reputation and my profile, much of that has been through recommendation and referral and how I show up in person and how I deliver my work rather than the stories that I'm telling online. Now, yes, there are times when I share those testimonials. Yes, there are times when other people are talking about the work I've done with them and therefore that is online. So I think it's an area that you cannot overlook. But truly, yes, I think you can build a personal brand without an online footprint. So for the purposes of this podcast and saying, well, what is it that we need to be thinking about? Just don't forget that your personal brand exists beyond the online. So social media 
has absolutely got a place in increasing awareness and having a clear, consistent message across the different platforms is important, but it isn't exclusive because people may Google you and get to know you virtually. But then at some point, the chances are that relationship may come offline. It may be face to face and how you impact somebody in person is paramount, whether that's a strong handshake, a professional image, an ability to connect, to converse, to influence people in person. These are all crucial. And however good your personal brand is online and your um, social media footprint is, that can very quickly be undermined if you make a mistake or don't connect with somebody or you upset somebody offline. A few years ago, I met a chap who had a brilliant online profile and he got in touch to do some work together and he kept ghosting me. He, kept he just stopped returning my calls and then he would put something in the diary and then he wouldn't respond. And I spoke to three other people who had had the same experience of this chap. He was a really great guy. He was just busy and I think he didn't like saying no to people and he overpromised. So he had this brilliant profile online but actually when it came to it face to face he would let people down and there were a number of us starting to question his personal brand. Again, this goes back to the fact that often it's the small things that start to break that trust, not some great mistake that people have made. So those are the five areas. Don't be all style, no substance. Don't fake it. Uh, don't be vanilla. Make sure you stand for something. Don't fall into the trap of it's all about me. Make sure that you are talking about how you serve your audience. And don't forget that it's not just your online profile as well. It's a holistic approach. How do you show up in every single area? So have a reflect on this this week. Think about your own personal brand and do try to, even if it's only for five minutes in a morning, think about how am I going to show up today and be intentional and choose how you are going to show up because by choosing how you show up, that will dictate how people respond to you. And by choosing that, you are influencing your day and your personal brand rather than letting other people influence it for you. Have a super, super week and I will see you next Monday. Feeling inspired? If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.